Welcome to episode number three, Getting It Done podcast. Today I sit down with a longtime friend of mine, Alicia Teagle. Alicia um, and I met many years ago um, in our professional careers, and I think we've always had a bit of synergy around really appreciating how each other works. Alicia has um, co-founded Socially Responsible Recruitment in Bristol, a recruitment company that gives a large amount of its um, profits back into um, you know local charities and communities. Um, so you know, really good to see them kind of changing up the game in that industry. Alicia has also founded um, Women Rock, which is a women in tech um, initiative. Um, which you know, if you haven't checked out the blog, make sure you do. There's tons of interesting stories from women in technology from various different backgrounds and locations. Um, so be sure to check that out. Alicia and I kind of break down um, a bit about kind of what it's like working in the industry, um, kind of talking about the success she's had so far. And it was just really great to sit down and, and talk to somebody who's doing so well in her industry. Um, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So, Miss Teagle. Mr. Hutchins. How are we doing? Very tired. Tired? Yes, only been in the car for the last hour, you know. You're one of the few people that I know that I um, I see in, in real life and online and actually it, I struggle to keep up with your activities. Mm. One of the few people I that do as I, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you are a co-founder. I am. You are also a founder. I am. Um, you are a participant and organizer in numerous organizations or, or should I say events? Yes. And meetups. Um, dog mum. Dog mother, yes. And recent award winner as well. Oh, if I don't say so myself. <laughs> so for those who don't know you, um, give us a little bit of a background in terms of what you've been up to over the last couple of years, what you're doing now. Um, so what have I been doing over the past two years? So yeah, SR2 was two years old last week. We celebrated in fabulous style. Um, over the past two years, we've grown from four founders to 17 people now um specializing predominantly in bristol and the southwest but now a lot more in london as well um we've got people in all different areas in terms of technology specializing in specific markets still running and hosting i think we're on 10 different meetups now and just launched london lit as well sort of a sister meet up to brist uh to southwest lit um hopefully opening up code bar in bath and gloucester in the new year um and starting hopefully my own podcast as well Ooh, yeah interesting um but yeah the last two years have been a bit of a whirlwind like they've been i think the thing about like i'm 30 in february and i think what i've done in the last two years and what i've done pre-30 yeah blows my mind even like buying a house and things yeah. it's just crazy yeah. um and we're like hit a million pound like a couple of months ago and you're just like well we're, we're doing it and we're doing yeah. it well so when you think back to like <laughs> sorry uh, if, if you, can if hear, you if, hear noise yeah it's the dog got, we've got boris the dog in the background sneezing and snorting about the yeah. uh deal or no deal um so like when you think about when sr2 started off and it was just the four of you and now there's you say 17 mm-hmm. like that's like including you guys like 17 you know salaries 
and like like you have to kind of think about it's not just kind of your little baby anymore mm-hmm. um so does it ever sort of daunt on you how quick things are growing and you know and rather than the safety net of just kind of your own little baby yeah it scares the shit out of me <laughs> um i think yeah because you've got you're looking after other people but even like the culture of the business when it was just us for all we had to worry about was ourselves like we didn't have yeah. to worry about each other when it's just us for we know what we're all capable of and what we're gonna do um but yeah it's, it's scary and because of different personalities it's gonna come in and where we're gonna put people and how we haven't got a dedicated trainer at sr2 so how with someone with six months experience who's gonna take the slack off of what they're doing day to day to upskill other people um we've literally we're pro jugglers that's why i say we literally <laughs> are pro jugglers all four of us but we've all sort of fitted into our specific roles within the business now that it works and we all take on different responsibilities within us four and now bringing on people who are because we've always hired experienced consultants rather than anyone junior well six a year experience but we're bringing on experienced people who can now step up into manager roles and start Mm. training people um so yeah that's sort of where we're at so here's a question then so you see founded or co-founded sr2 um which stands for socially responsible recruitment right indeed not srr rr rr is that pirate recruitment yeah pirate recruitment. <laughs> um why sr2 and why not alicia's sock emporium <laughs> <laughs> i can never take credit for sr2 because even though i take credit for it now quite a lot it's chris's it's chris's idea SR2 came from People Over Profit book wrote by Dale Partridge um, where I think because what I've been in recruitment for this is coming up to my seventh year now and between us four founders we've got like 29 years recruitment experience we've always been great and successful at recruitment but behind the scenes no one ever saw us we were in the corporate bubbles so we weren't allowed to do what we needed to do and um, Boris just go and sit down (laughs) All right, Boris sorry where That's was right. i um corporate so bubble. yeah the corporate bubble so we always wanted to give back i've always been a massive believer in giving back i've always been like sorry to be a bit big-headed but very good at recruitment and very successful in recruitment but never um for always somebody else yeah um and it's not about the money like the the money that we're giving to charity like we just gave our second donation of twelve thousand pound and to a really small charity who only gets like a hundred thousand pound a year so that donation of twelve thousand pound is going to help support a brand new mental health group yeah. in bristol um so is that a brand new what sorry mental health group in bristol oh, great um and that our money can do that and that's not our money that's our clients money who they've given to us to help them recruit which then we've given back and we'll continue to do so because we set those promises so we have to deliver them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we've done that. So was was mental health was was that charity sort of something that was just just one you picked out of many or mental health charities anything that uh, is is that something quite close to home for you? Oh, 100%. Um mental health has been like a huge like, and I'll, I'll get personal and I don't mind yeah, yeah. personal if you don't mind no I'm um, sure I'll join you on the personal but it's been um a very yeah personal subject to me as my family with being a carer for my mum who's um suffered with mental health ever since I was 15 years old so I was thrown in at the deep end um I recently lost my granddad a couple of weeks ago 
um, to suicide. And oh, wow. so it's been, but, and I lost my uncle. My uncle has schizophrenia and mm. um, he unfortunately lost, lost his life to suicide when I was young. So I'm best friend's dad. So there's, there's so many things and deal with it all the time. Yeah. I, so it is a close subject to me. I'm really, I look after my mental health very well. Um, mm. And I'm very strict on it. And I don't think that I suffer from any mental health issues myself. Um, of course, I get stressed, but I'm super lucky that I don't. But I completely understand <clears throat> what people go through. And moreover, the other side is about people who are caring for people with mental health. I completely get that because it's frustrating and it's you do get angry, but you've just got to know your way around how to deal with it. So, yeah, massively co-subject to me. Um, I think... I think as well in, in the space that you and a lot of people are in, people often forget about the kind of, you know, you, you, you talk about looking after your own mental health and, mm. you know, probably checking in with yourself and so on. And I think a lot of people in your position sometimes don't do that. Mm. And especially as a, you know, a co-founder of a company or a founder, or, you know, if you're a one-man band, it's really hard to kind of get quite tunnel visioned on what you're doing. Um, and the mental health repercussions of that can be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it was, I know so you work um, in the tech market quite a lot. And I think, was it Silicon Valley had the uh, highest number of um, suicide rates uh, last year? Because um, of, of the whole startup culture, because yeah, yeah. it is so brutal and people yeah. just get so caught up, like well, not caught up in it, but so they just give up everything else for that. Um, so yeah, no, that's amazing. That's amazing. I think I've been through peaks though. I think at like our six month point, I went through like a little bit of a wobble and probably about nine months ago, I went for a bit of a wobble, but it wasn't, it, it's, it's because it's been overwhelming. And I think that's the thing. It's, I'm so hard on myself and I set myself such high expectations and it's my own fault that yeah. I put my own, the own pressure on myself and I got into a rut of not, of saying yes to everything. And I was like, yes, 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 I'll do this. And I was absolutely knackered. I like I put on a stone in weight, for example, and I was so unhappy with that. I was single, I just bought a house, I was stressed, and I was just like, oh God, I hate my life. Um, but it could have been a lot worse. And it was just, I needed to, and I've been super lucky in having amazing people and people that I've met, not the boys, even though they are my biggest support and my friends and my family are my biggest support network people that in the industry that have supported me so Mm. much and have really backed me and just been like you know what you can do this and they big me up so much that I know that I can I think sometimes the support from people that don't need to support you can Mm. almost feel not not more than support you get for those around you but because it is such a surprise because they really don't need to support you yeah and what they say sometimes I've had tweets of people and I'm just like they say the most amazing things. I had a tweet and I just cried my eyes out. I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe you think that of me. Like in an amazing way. And I was like, yeah. oh, do you know what? It does show like what we do. It is worth it. Um, and I love my job. I love what I do. I'm so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from sometimes like, I won't actually say that. No. <laughs> we'll give that quiet. So I think, I think this is one of the things I'm looking to explore with this podcast is people um, doing awesome stuff whilst they're doing things they love Mm. um does that necessarily mean it's easy to stay motivated for you yeah absolutely like I love as cheesy as it sounds 
I wake up every day and I, I like, whether it's part of my routine, like, I can't work from home because I, like, my routine's thrown. But I love coming, I love coming to work every day. I get up, I get up ridiculously early just because I always have been a morning person. Um, and it's not like I go to the gym, listen to seven podcasts and do all this in the morning. I don't literally get up, shove my hair on top of my head and get to work. Mm. Um, but I love knowing what's, I, I don't know what's going to happen that day. I look at my diary every day to decide what I'm going to wear, what shoes to put on, whether I should wear a trainer or a boot, if I should wash my hair or not, if I should put makeup on or not. And then <laughs> I just crack on with the day, but I do love it. And I love the people that I work with. Like, love them to bits. They are the most hilarious, normal, genuine people that I've ever worked with. And that's good. So. I think if you can build out a great team of people like that around you, um, I think that's the uh, the cherry on top, right? Yeah, amen. And you recently won an award as well. I did. Now, that was Rising Star? Rising Star of the Year, yes. Brilliant. I cried my eyes out. Yeah? Steph was sick on a window. Great. Yes. Pre-awards. Go Steph. Don't drink any red wine, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the feedback been from, from that? I mean, I'm sure lots of people have reached out to you and, and kind of... Yeah, it's been... I've been invited to a lot of things. Yeah. Um... I think after the awards, I was on a plane at seven o'clock in the morning to Poland to celebrate with the girls, but we already had that pre-booked. Um, but I was honestly gobsmacked. I had no idea that I was going to win. I kind of didn't want to win either as well, which is a bit of a weird thing to say. And the reason being, and I said it to everyone that I didn't want to win and I didn't expect to win because I feel like I've still got so much more to do. Yeah, I can, so I can, that I, can, I, can, I was like, that. imagine if I won this and like, what's next? And I keep saying to myself, what's next at the moment? But I thought, oh, if I win this and I've won it, and then what am I going to do next year? Like, well, mm. And I know there's so many awards. And it's not about awards to I honestly didn't. I was gobsmacked. Um, but yeah, I've been invited to things. And yeah, loads of people have obviously congratulated me. And it's, yeah. been, it's been amazing. And it was just, it was a great night for everything else. <laughs> we got so, very drunk. When you talk about not necessarily wanting to win and because you've already got you, you know you you feel like you've got so much more to do mm. um i think it's sometimes it's that fear of kind of that acknowledgement of winning or, or or doing something that you're like all oh, right so actually i've done that now what's next yeah and it almost kind of feels like it's not that it's necessarily you're doing something new again but it's like right i've got to this level now what is, what have i got to do to get to that next level yeah um yeah i think sometimes i've had it in my career in the past where as much as i've been so happy to deliver something i'm like right i've set the bar there now it's going to be even a steeper hill the Mm. next time right yeah yeah and yeah it's just it's just i still i don't know i just think it's weird that i've won but i love that i've won rising and i beat someone who i really wanted to beat good Ah. it always feels good but yeah, Rising Star of the Year, and it's the award for, um, I think the judges said, not to gloat too much, um, they said this person's won because of her positivity, her force for good, she's financially uh, financially stable, and is a badass bitch. No, I'm joking. But... <laughs> and 30 and not a crow's foot in sight. Oh my Nearly God, that's 30, Botox, honey. That's Botox. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Mm got to start young wow yeah start I, miss, young, I, kids. I miss the Inject train your face i'm uh, joking don't really do that i miss the train on the whole uh hair transplant 
I think I'm gonna just yeah gonna... I, I mean I don't I, I yeah don't have Botox <laughs> so you also run Women Rock yeah it's my little baby yeah now I've been seeing you putting out content for Women Rock for must be over a year right no two years in February two what, years in two January years sorry in January. Yeah, yeah sorry two years um yeah. can we just say that the women rock name actually came from someone called ben hutchins you know <laughs> <laughs> sounds familiar yeah bold guy congratulations lots on, of crow on the name that, that came from you that was your idea women rock it's okay i'll cash in on royalties one yeah. day okay deal so what's the what's the deal with women rock then at the moment so women rock is still just doing what it needs to do in in the background i mean it is the most amazing platform. I love it. There's just a lot of stuff to do with it. Um, obviously, the girls who have joined SR2 were more, we're 70% women at SR2. Um, and they're all ambassadors for the brand. So they go out and share the message and get interviews. It's just going to keep continuing doing what it's doing by interviewing, as I said, not just women, but everyone in technology from underrepresented groups about their stories in tech and that's their successes their challenges their struggles but also what companies are doing to attract and promote underrepresented groups within their business basically of the mission to make bristol the most diverse city in tech in the uk by the end of 2025 we've got stats we've got everything to be able to do that we can 100 yeah. percent do it there is absolutely no i'm not scared at all that we won't be able to hit that and when we do we're just gonna have a party i think sounds good um but there's loads more to do with it it's not my day job. My day job is recruitment still yeah, yeah. Um, because we need to have make money to be able to do everything else that we do. Um, but there's some big plans for it um, along with Bristol Tech Volunteers and, mm. and Code Bar, etc. But it's just, yeah, it's getting about 1,200 views a week at the moment, which is nice. That's good. Um, can we do more? Yes. Do we need to do more? I don't think right now. I think it's, it's good where it is at the moment. So the idea is you are reaching out to people um, to share their story. Yeah. Um, and educate others. Exactly. And okay. hopefully that people follow suit. There's so many, um, especially women, because we do focus a lot on women, even though it's not a women's only thing. Um, but career journeys like change changes in career um people that have done a maths degree and then didn't think they could go into computer science mm. that can um returners to work um people that have moved from a project manager role into software or people that have moved from an accountant into a software developer for example there's amazing stories on there and it's yeah just sharing it and i think because companies when they share stories and and companies do all the time at the moment they're going to interview women they're not interviewing the men of their companies um all that's happening is it's just going on their website where else is it being shared and i wanted women rock to be a complete platform where it gets shared everywhere i mean yeah. it's been shared in copenhagen in japan like crazy places that is actually one specific platform for career stories rather than just yeah this company abc i've got a female developer and we're just going to share a story on our blog and it's going to go on our blog and it's going to be in there somewhere and you have to yeah. go and find it so i think i think people sometimes um are quite under uninformed of how not easy it is to change the you know you're talking about people doing a math degree and then going on to do computer science but i think people are, are often think it's harder than what it is to change um you know industries you're in and so on mm -hmm. um i think there's a lot to be said from boots on the ground experience 
um, rather than hedging all your bets on one three-year degree yeah and 100%. 50 grand's worth of debt um i've had 20 myself i've had 27 jobs have you 30 yeah yeah bloody hell everything that's including um paper round as well okay everything course. from retail attending bars door-to-door sales how do have you like got a black book of your jobs instead of women you've got a black book <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much um so with all this going on in your life like you know finding this doing that do you are you conscious about the your own personal brand and like growing your own personal brand because i've known you for probably somewhere around four years and probably a bit longer um and i have my perceptions of what i think your personal brand is what do you think it is um you know extremely extremely hardworking, very knowledgeable about the industry you're in but also somebody who is very you're very human i would say that you are some i would say a a female with a can do get shit done attitude basically Mm -hmm. um whilst also taking people along for the journey oh i love that can you write that down for me yeah thanks as well as the name of your woman in tech meet up <laughs> yes no i would do you know what and we've got someone's actually in at the moment speaking to chris about personal branding workshop for the guides and whether we should invest in that but so many people say to me every time i blink i see sr2 every time on linkedin there's sr2 yeah. every time on twitter is sr2 instagram is sr2 we don't need any marketing because our team do it for us because everyone's so good at posting their own thing and everyone has their own way of doing it their own personalities we and we say that in terms of your recruitment in terms of how you do your job and how you post and you get jobs out there for example or you want to post an article go and do it however you want to do it and we'll support you to do it in terms of my own personal brand I would completely agree I'm not I'm not degree educated I did all right at school I've really heavily dyslexic so some things I write don't actually make sense my spelling's really bad I never I just whack commas in wherever I feel like it I don't know whether it's supposed to be now that I know you're dyslexic I'm gonna blame you putting in the postcode wrong no you gave me the postcode (laughs) wrong but in terms of my own personal brand I am a hundred percent like just speak to someone like you want to be spoken to if I sat in front of say a CEO and I've sat with loads of ceos now i'm exactly the same online offline in front of you in front of mr bank of england um i'm exactly that person if you want to work with me cool if you don't i fine i don't mind either but what the end of the day is i'll do the job really really well you don't need to worry about what i put Mm. on social media for example but i do put things like yo yo pumpkins like i did today like find me a bottle of baileys i'll buy you one Mm. holler kiss but that's just me if you don't like it don't follow me it works that's exactly why i'm in real life i'm not like the original og gangster like holla holla but i do but i do paste things exactly as i would speak to someone i'm not gonna go good morning everybody today i would like to tell you about this yours sincerely like when people write, I hope you're well. You don't hope yeah. I'm well. I don't just go, hope I'm well. you're you can't right. Give a shit about me. You no, don't know who I am. Exactly. And, she, and I, say, don't ever write either. Nice to e meet you. Oh, it is not cool. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's so not okay. No one e meets people. Just say, 
Hi, hope you're having a great day. I, those types Toodling. of emails, and this goes across like a lot of industries from business development. Um, you know, being on, you know, in the position I'm in, I get a lot of messages about, you know, hey, do you want to use this content management solution? Hey, do you want to use this learning tool? Hey, can I work with you in this capacity? And they all start with, hope you're well, here's my pitch. And it drives me mad because I wish people could understand, much like how you do, and obviously I'm glad we shared this kind of annoyance around this, is like, everybody has such a huge social media presence right now okay and it amazes me that people would rather reach out to you and say hey Leisha hope you're well pitch right here's my product I want to sell it to you rather than hey Leisha great stuff on the rising star award been reading this blog actually on women rock like this particular article here really resonated with me duh, 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 duh. yeah have a great afternoon yeah you're gonna reply and be like awesome glad you really like that duh, 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 duh. 100%. Get that conversation going. Agree. You know. And ever since, like, even over the past, like, year, it's weird that people have started selling to me that people did, never used to when I was at, yeah. when I was at big corporate randstad. No one ever said, of course, I'm a co-founder now, so I've got a bit, I've got more influence. But people do sell to me. And the amount of crap that I get is barbaric. And it's so laughable, some of the things. I'm just like, hun, are you okay? Yeah. Because you don't know what you're talking about. But I completely get it. Because there's like, even with recruiters, like the amount of emails that we get from other recruiters sending us jobs, it's never the other way around. And they'll full on have conversations. It means they've added our recruitment company onto their system yeah. and messaged us still thinking that we're not a recruitment company. I'm like, oh. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. I am. Um... Oh, I had something I was going to. Uh... Oh yeah. So I don't know if you, I, I don't know if I told you about this or if you remember it, but a couple of years ago, I went on a bit of a rant on LinkedIn about this topic and said, you know, if you're going to reach out to someone, get their attention, you know, send a marching band outside their work, you know, uh, like guerrilla tactics sort of thing. Yeah. Um, write their name in the sky. And this, um, this uh, consultant sent me a A3 envelope. And in the envelope was a picture of um, the the skyline of Bristol, clear blue sky. And in the sky had a um, a, a photoshopped plane writing Ben Hutchings in the sky. Yeah, they love that. I was just like, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is how you do it. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. And that got a conversation going. And, you know, I'm, I'm telling this story two years on. You yeah, know? yeah. I can't remember who it was. We Sorry. did, um, we've done some bold things i think the best one and i know they won't mind me saying it was 101 ways and on valentine's day we sent them a card of 101 reasons why they should work with us and i think we stopped at 50 and said could you not call yourself 50 ways because it's ever so boring <laughs> and then we just went at 101 uh, the last 101 was loads of love sr2 and then like they're like really good friends of us and they've kept that um in their office and i think that's the thing sometimes is creating those friendships rather than business connections yeah exactly it's like if you can provide value to somebody even if that's just in the form of having a conversation like this you know that's that is for me that short-term goal yeah. and that will naturally manifest if you can have these kind of relationships a hundred different people two people in that year are, you know hopefully exactly. throw something your way yeah. and me and one of my best clients who's one of my really good friends now we shared a mango the other day we okay. sat there and we cut the mango together and we shared it piece by piece mm -hmm. as we were going through a new job that he needed me to fill for him and we shared a mango. Filled the job yet? 
Uh, I had one of the final interviews yesterday, and it nice. looks pretty good. Fingers crossed. While we were sharing a mango, I was very hungover. It was after our second birthday. Mango is not good. He didn't have any food. shoes on either. Wow. Yeah. So it was Maybe bit... he's been selling doors. Well, yeah. <laughs> mango eating sells, like, well, job qualification with no shoes on over the island in the kitchen. So I have three questions for you before we wrap this up. Okay, go for it. Um, what's next for you? Because I know that you're like, I've got this award, um, but I've got so much more to do. So from my perspective, like I'm like, wh- like I hope you don't do too much too soon because I'm trying to like keep up with what you're doing in your personal life. Because obviously we, we, we you know, talk outside of work and I'm like, you are knackering me out just having a conversation <laughs> with you. So hopefully the next year you're going to take some time off. Um, To be fair, like I have got my, and I know it's bad that you should take time off, but I bought a house last uh, in December. So this year hasn't been about having loads of holidays, having loads of time off because I wanted to get the house together yeah. and um, had loads of weddings and stuff last year as well. So, and I have got my first holiday in a month's time, which going? is going to be nice to Dubai. Because me and all my friends now turn 30. So Leanne's the first one to be 30. And then it snowballs from there. And I've got like a nice wedding in Italy next year. And bits and pieces. Mum's taken me to a surprise. I think she's taken me skiing. Um, So I've got some nice things planned. But I think I am... I'm not scared to be 30. But I am like, oh my God, I'm going to be 30 in February. Mm -hmm. It's like three months time. And I have done a lot. And I know I say I've done a lot. I started a business. I've bought my own house. I've got the dog i haven't got a husband yet but it would be nice but we don't have to worry about that um i honestly don't know what's next and i'd love to say what's next but i can't wait to do the podcast i've got a couple of um i'm launching a diversity fishbowl event which i want to take across the uk i've got some unbelievable clients i absolutely love working with like i've never worked with such amazing clients in my life i genuinely love recruiting for them and they're going on some crazy journeys over the next well 2020 so i think i'm just gonna be doing everything exactly the same just multiple loads loads more but i'm not apart from the podcast which is going to obviously take quite a bit of time i'm not doing anything else like i'm saying no like i'll I'll talk at a couple of events and say help the guys out and still recruit more but just more of the same really so sticking what you know yeah doing, doing more of it yeah and i'm having a hell of a birthday party as well 22nd of february get on yeah good stuff second question yes have you ever heard of this before i have indeed that is verity foss's favorite drink verity is it yeah oh good because this is going to be the drink of the podcast yeah so that is her favorite drink and only because she's literally got it she used to just post pictures of it on instagram that's her favorite drink it's amazing knock up the chocolate milk so this is um i discovered this when i was in norway with um with one of my good friends ellis reed who's going to be on the podcast soon uh he's a sort of photographer and was working with sort of different brands on social media and um he works for a company called nomensa as well as a um, ui designer and uh i found this chocolate milk because i don't drink coffee so okay. for this, but they were selling it in like two, like, well, no, I think it's a liter and a half bottles. Yeah. Glass things are bloody heavy. And I lived off this for six days in Norway. This and Norwegian Is that why you said chocolate milk? Because you just wanted me to get on the bandwagon. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so this is going to be the podcast. Um, That's a very good choice. choice. Yeah. That banana milk. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's just a game changer. Now you've said it, I kind of want one, but... Um. A final question before we wrap things up. Okay. 
So this is a would you rather. Okay. okay. And um, pretty tricky one. Um, so you've got two options. Okay. Right? And this is for the rest of your life. So <laughs> you might want to think on this. We had this today. <clears throat> would you rather yeah. spend the rest of your life with your with chopsticks for hands? Okay. Or the rest of your life and your feet are replaced with office chair wheels? Office chair wheels. Why? Because I can, I'm pretty good at all sports, so I just learned to rollerblade. You, but you've seen how wobbly they are. Yeah, but I'll, I just do it. Yeah, I honestly How'd you would. Get up a hill. Get Boris to get some like harnesses on and drag me. Can you imagine that? <laughs> He'll be like the human husky, and I'll be like Santa Claus in it. The human husky. Um, the husky's not human a dog. husky. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be a husky. He'll turn into a husky. Yeah. And I'll be like, like Santa in its sleigh. Okay. So basically, he could be my reindeer. We'll get him a red nose. All right. But yeah, definitely the wheels. We had this today, whether you'd rather have a hand lost or a leg. Because obviously that guy chopped, had his foot chopped, cut off with a, not cut off, bit off by a shark. Did he? Yeah, in Whit Sundays, yesterday. Mm. And so I said, it's pretty cool though to get eaten by, not eaten by a shark, but a bit, but that's how I'm going to die, is getting eaten by a shark. Is it? Yeah. I've always said, I know that I'm going to go down. I'll add clairvoyant to the list of achievements No, it as well. is, honestly. That's, I'm going to have a tragic death when I die. Not tragic, like, it's just going to be eventful. Really? Like a shark attack. And then when I was really drunk, I said, I'm just going to have the shark's fin on top of the coffin as I go down, like, duh, duh, as I go down. <laughs> no, you should have the tombstone as a shark's fin. So yeah. it looks like the shark's going, yeah. But yeah, that's how I'm going to die. It's by, Good. yeah. But I don't, I'm sorry to be a bit morbid. Just thought it'd be pretty cool. Good. Um... Thank you very much for doing this podcast. That's all right. Thank I think you it's going to be on. great. I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. I think this could be a Bristol genius thing for Bristol people who are thinking about moving to the city or people that have just moved here, people that want to start businesses here, open up second offices. I think come to this podcast because it will be one to listen to. Get Channel 4 on here. Their new office is sick. I saw their new offices. It looks really good, doesn't I was, it? I was thinking, that looks really familiar. I realised it's right on the corner from where I used to live. Yeah, it's so on Finsel Reach. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. Um, but yeah, peace out. Alicia, thank you.